Hi, everybody. Welcome to your welcome to your Friday. You're listening to Crooked News, where we bring you crazy news, hilarious history, and sometimes a story from you. Yeah. But send you them to, send to us. <laughs> so if you have stories, send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com. Yes. Please. We want to share them. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Uh, all right. Lay it on me. So I had a theme today. Um, <laughs> and it all came from one article. So here we go. Police in Kelowna, British Columbia, investigating pooper. Kela who? <laughs> Kelowna. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's in Canada, British Columbia. Okay. Investigating pooper who soiled display toilet. <laughs> display <laughs> toilet? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so this was written by Doyle Potento. Sure. Yeah. Um, about right. <laughs> and it's from globalnews.canada. Sure. Um, <laughs> it was posted June 11th. California. Tw- <laughs> yeah, California. <laughs> uh, it was posted June 11th, 2020. Um, talk about a crappy job. Having to clean up someone else's excrement. And what appears to be a not-so-funny case of bathroom humor. Uh, cal- yeah, whatever. Our RCMP say they are investigating an incident of a man who defecated in a display toilet inside a business along the 2500 block of Enterprise Way this week. The deuce oh dropping episode, police say, happened on Wednesday afternoon at approximately 3:40 p.m. Police say th- <laughs> <laughs> Police say they were notified by staff at the store that an unknown man had entered the building and did the dirty deed in a display toilet. Police. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Police say the suspect Why? has not been identified. I have no idea. They don't have security cameras? <laughs> oh my god. Um No one saw. <laughs> I can't even. I know, right? Did he bring his own toilet paper or did he walk away with an, with a sticky butt? He probably walked away with a sticky butt. <laughs> That's grosser. That's grosser than the poop. <laughs> While relieving oneself in a public washroom can be a deal breaker for some, doing it out in the open is something entirely different. Yet over uh-huh. the last few years, there have been multiple episodes of people doing exactly that. What? <laughs> in 2015, police in Ohio were on the hunt for a man who was believed to have relieved himself in as many as 100 or relieved himself as many as 100 times at various locations through one neighborhood. Um, what? <laughs> yep. In 2017, through, an, through a neighborhood. Yep. Was he like shitting in people's bird baths? And probably in their yards. Oh my gosh. Um. What? But you don't have to worry because that is one of the articles that I'm going to share with you today. Oh my god, I'm so excited! You're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. As, okay. as so well I'm as go ahead and say this, uh-huh. you don't get to give me shit for poop stories anymore. Oh no, this is this is payback. This is exactly oh, okay. why I did this. <laughs> <laughs> I found this and I said yes, a treasure trove. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is this is payback for two weeks in a row of shit stories (laughs) hey they were delightful (laughs) these are delightful as well beach In 2017, a Colorado family was miffed at a jogger who defecated regularly on their front lawn for nearly two months. (laughs) And I also have an article on that. Oh, my God. (laughs) And in 2018, people in a Toronto neighborhood were on the hunt for a man who was publicly defecating early in the morning. Nice. So. I'm excited. (laughs) We're going to go for the Colorado one. Okay. Um, <laughs> so this, this is payback is... because I don't mind a poop story. <laughs> I find it hilarious. <laughs> um, this is under the crime tab on Global News Canada. <laughs> okay. Um, Colorado's mad pooper still at large as police and Charmin implore her to turn herself in. <laughs> and Charmin. <laughs> The entire toilet paper company? <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, this was posted by Raul Cal- Calvapal. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was posted Nailed September <laughs> September 22nd, 2017. Um, okay. For nearly two months now, the Buddy family in Colorado Springs has had to deal with the unwelcome and unwanted sight of fresh human excrement in front of their house. The culprit... Ugh. A mystery woman, and apparently have a jogger who has been dubbed the Mad Pooper by the beleaguered buddies due to her per- peculiar habit, I can't talk, of constantly relieving herself in front of their home while out jogging. That's fair, though. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to jump in in her defense for just a second. Mm-hmm. Running makes you poop. It does, but you don't do it in someone's front lawn for two months in a row sometimes Sometimes you you have to sometimes you have to agree you should probably vary it and try and use like an empty lot (laughs) yes someone's front yard or you should clean it up you should clean up after yourself like it that's rude yeah let your dog shit in other people's yards and you shouldn't shit in other people's yards (laughs) yeah um but i will also say that sometimes when you're on a long jog, it hits you and you have to go. <laughs> like, every but, one of my family's a runner, so yeah. they have pooped in many yards. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't do it in front of children. No, 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 no. The children no. of the household were the first to catch the woman in the act. Oh, my God. They saw her. Do You're supposed to find a bush. What's yes. the matter with you? Um. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't just drop trow. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently she did. Uh, the mother, oh the mother, uh, Kathy Buddy, um, says, so I come outside and I'm like, are you serious? Are you really taking a poop right here in front of my kids? Um, and the woman reportedly replied, yeah, sorry. But that wasn't the <laughs> end of it. Um Seemingly oh unashamed and undetermined, the mad pooper has allegedly kept up her peculiar toilet schedule, po- pooping in front of the same house every week for, or so for the last seven weeks. The family even put up a sign on their wall begging her to stop, but it appears the woman didn't give a crap. 
She what? ran by it like 15 times yesterday and she still pooped. Buddy, clearly bummed out by the ordeal, told KKTV. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, now, we're, now we've reached rudeness. Yeah. The buddies managed to take a photo of the dastardly defector or defecator <laughs> with the Colorado Springs Police <laughs> Department on the hunt. This has been comical, but I also don't want to be flippant about it. L- Lieutenant no. Howard Black told the it's Washington also Post. It's really not cool. Like, yeah. It's not that big of a deal, but it's also now I've asked you repeatedly and now you're giving me the finger. Like Yeah. That that's that's rude. It is. You can poop in another yard, honey. <laughs> yeah. And the woman or could take an emodium or whatever before yeah. you go running. It, it, there's a related article that popped up runner's poops why you need to go to the bathroom when you run and how to avoid it there you um, go and like <laughs> runner's poops <laughs> <laughs> like i That's get that they don't tell you about running yeah like i get that sometimes it happens and, and mm-hmm. like it's embarrassing and awful but you don't do it this many times in a row no this is stupid this is a problem yeah and she could uh, be facing um, charges of public indecent defecation and indecent exposure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Wear a diaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, so this last one is by Elton Hobson. It's from the same website. Um, police in Ohio on the hunt for serial pooper. <laughs> Police are looking oh to God. the public for help identifying a man believed responsible for a series of bizarre vandalisms in one Akron, Ohio neighborhood over the last three years. Um. <laughs> bizarre vandalism. <laughs> Specifically, the serial pooper is believed to have left to have left as many as 100 defecations at various locations around Akron's Castle Homes neighborhood. His preferred targets. Cars, front lawns, even children's toys. <laughs> oh, what? Yep. That's disgusting. Yep. My mother-in-law walked out of her house one day and the kids' front yard slide had to be sanitized. Um, That's awful. Yeah. I would never feel like it was clean enough. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> People up and down our streets here in the Castle Homes neighborhood were playing the blame game. Uh, Castle Homes resident Rob Brunson told WKYC News in Cleveland. Uh, That's because until recently, no one had any idea who the bowel movement bandit really was until the community began to share. The bowel movement bandit? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like some Home Alone shit. Right. We're the wet bandits. We're the sticky bandits. (laughs) Oh. Oh, that's funny. Until the community began to share their similar stories, each resident believed they were the ones being individually targeted. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, as well, the incidents were never reported to police, so law enforcement had no idea how many incidents of feces-based vandalism there were. Eventually, feces-based vandalism. <laughs> <laughs> the terminology is making me laugh more than the story. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my god. Eventually, a quick tally among the community pegged the number of separate pooping incidents at over 100 during the last three years. This That's guy, insane! Right? This guy defecated on our vehicle eight times since last fall, said a Castle Holmes Ew! resident who wished to remain anonymous. That same resident Why decided to... Why is no to, one setting up security cameras? Uh, that is my next sentence. <laughs> so 
someone's <laughs> pooping everywhere and no one has a camera. Um, this That same resident decided to set up a hidden camera in order to catch the prowling pooper. After the eighth time? <laughs> and oh, over- <laughs> it took eight times for you to decide you needed a security camera? I guess so. No. Um, <laughs> that would happen after one time at our house. <laughs> and overnight Monday, he finally caught him. The photo shows this guy bent over on the hood, pants to ankles, defecating on the car. We need oh to know who this person is. Um, As strange as it sounds, the mystery <laughs> pooper is not the first man to go on a vandalism spree with his own excrement. This past July... Uh. Police in Houston hunted a man who would defecate in his neighbor's yard in the middle of the night, striking one property what? over six times. Um. Oh my god! <laughs> striking. <laughs> so if that he man struck again. <laughs> so if that man was serial pooper number one, that would make the Akron vandal number two. A distinction he likely has no problem with. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, and that was posted on March 12th, 2015. So that's been a while. Nice. But yeah. Still. <laughs> oh man. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Thought you could enjoy that. <laughs> I did. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. Good. I don't like that lady. Yeah, I didn't like her either. That's rude. Like once or twice for an emergency, I get, but not in front of people. Yeah, and no. After they've asked you to stop. It's their property, you jerk. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I fucking Hold hate people. Hold a little people. longer and hit the next neighbor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, you've goodness. held it this long, or just fucking make sure you go before you Well, no, it house. happens, man. Well. My, my brother used to run, like, for, like, miles and miles and miles. Ugh. So, like, he'd go on, like, an hour run. There's no way to go ahead of time there. I mean, you go before, but it'll hit you. Could just get the movement itself. Yeah. It just works it out. <laughs> that makes sense. But the considerate thing to do is to use an empty lot or, like, do it in a bush where no one can see you. Yeah. And clean up after yourself. Exactly. That's what considerate people do. Unless it's the runs, then there's no cleaning that up. But <laughs> All right. Do you have another one or is that it? No, that's it. Nice. All <laughs> right. Well, let's take a quick break. Okay. We're back. Hi, y'all. So I do not have poop stories <laughs> this week. Change of pace. Um, yep. Um, we're going to go through some history today, actually, a little bit, but... Um, I wanted something that would kind of distract all of us from the dumpster fire that is our, our country right now. Okay. Um, and so I found something kind of delightful and sad at the same time. So, um, <clears throat> this is about Robert Wadlow, the tragically short life of the world's tallest man. Oh. So this is from allthatsinteresting.com. It's an article by Katie Serena. It was published January... Uh, 2018 and updated March of 2020. So, all right. Ready? Yeah. Robert Wadlow was the tallest man ever, and though his life was cut tragically short, it was full of excitement worthy of the gentle giant. 
Aww. This guy was so fucking tall. How tall? I have to know. Uh, let's see. You tell me he's so fucking tall and we don't have... Look uh... at my notes. <laughs> and you'll you'll find the... Uh, go to the drive and look at my notes and you'll okay. see pictures of him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, the tallest man ever was born healthy, happy, and seemingly normal... On February 22nd, 1918, Addie Wadlow gave birth to an 8.7-pound baby named Robert Pershing Wadlow in Alton, Illinois. Jesus Christ! Yes. Like most babies, he began to grow over the course of his first year of life. Unlike most babies, he grew exceptionally fast and exceptionally tall. Oh, Jesus Christ! By six months, he weighed 30 pounds. On his first birthday, he was up to 45 pounds, 3 feet, and 3.5 inches tall. When he turned 8 years old, he had exceeded his father Harold's height of 5 feet 11 inches by 3 inches. When he was 8! He was already 6 feet tall when he was 8. At 13, he became the world's tallest Boy Scout at 7 feet 4 inches. And by the time he graduated high school, he had landed in the record books as the tallest person in the world at eight feet, four inches. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures. I'm just astounded. Yeah, he's so tall. Oh, my. Oh. He was eight foot four inches tall. Doctors eventually diagnosed young Roberts with hyperplasia of the pituitary gland, a condition that caused rapid and excessive growth due to an abnormally high level of human growth hormones in his body. Even at the time of his death, his body was continuing to grow and shown and had shown no signs of slowing down. Oh, my God. This poor man had to have been in so much pain. Oh, yeah. Despite his increasingly gargantuan size, Robert Wadlow's parents tried to make his life as normal as possible. To participate in elementary school, a special desk was made for him. Oh, poor honey. As the oldest of his two brothers and two sisters, all of whom were of average height and weight, he was expected to play with his siblings and participate in the same activities they did. Wadlow collected stamps and enjoyed photography, and he also remained active in the Boy Scouts into his teenage years. Oh, good. He had even enrolled, yeah, he had even enrolled in the local Shirtlift College to pursue a career in law. He eventually joined the Order of Demolay, I don't know what that is, and became a Freemason, which, what, who even knows what that is? (laughs) So, um, there's like a weird collection of wizards or something, right? um, (laughs) Yeah. Though, though he was relative, he, though he was a relatively healthy boy, he did have to deal with another major obstacle. Due to his extreme height, he suffered from a lack of feeling in his legs and feet. Oh. If he did feel anything, it was nothing more than a constant tingling. You know, probably his nerves were stretched. That's oh, so yeah. crazy. Still, he preferred to walk on his own, never once using a wheelchair, even if it would have aided him greatly. He wouldn't let his distinction of being the tallest person in the world slow him down. Good. In 1936, Robert Wadlow was noticed by the Ringling Brothers and their traveling circus. The Ringlings knew he would make an excellent addition to their show, particularly when he was showcased alongside the troupe of little people already employed by the circus. (laughs) There's a really cute picture of him 
oh, I, person. I saw that. Comparing their shoe size. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty cute. Oh. Um, <clears throat> indeed, the tallest man in the, in the world grew, drew a huge crowd from Madison Square Garden to Boston Garden and beyond, turning him into somewhat of a celebrity. Ooh. In 1938, Peter's Shoe Company, made by the International Shoe Company, contacted <laughs> contacted Wadlow to offer him a job. They had noticed him on his travels with the Ringling Brothers and offered and asked if he wouldn't mind joining them on a promotional tour. I wonder why. Um, <laughs> that seems random. Uh, Wadlow agreed and became the face of the company, promoting the brand and receiving all of his specially made 30, size 37 AA shoes free of charge. Jesus Christ. Fr- that would be, yeah, that's actually really nice, though. Uh, yeah. The free, the free shoes were a welcome bonus, especially since he would have had, he would have been paying $100 a pair otherwise. Mm-hmm. And that would be nearly $2,000 today. Oh, yeah. Because remember, we're in the 30s. Yeah. In order to travel the country, his father had to modify the car, the family's car. Oh, my God. Oh. Poor, poor Bob. Um. He moved the he removed the passenger seat so that Robert could sit in the back seat and stretch out his legs. They then they then set out on the road visiting over 800 towns to promote the Missouri-based shoe company. Oh. He was when he wasn't traveling the world selling shoes or prom, or participating in sideshows, the tallest man in the world enjoyed a quiet life. His friends and family remembered him as a mild-mannered and polite, earning him the nickname Gentle Giant. Aww. Until his ever-growing limbs began to prevent it, Wadlow was often seen playing the guitar and working on his photography. He's just like a normal dude who happens yeah. to be like nine feet tall. <laughs> Poor guy. Of, I know. Though the life of the tallest man in the world was no doubt an exciting one, it was also a difficult one. Homes, public spaces, and general household items weren't exactly equipped for a man of his height, and he often had to make concessions and adjustments to be able to perform simple tasks. Furthermore, to walk properly, special braces had to be fitted to his legs. Though they ended up allowing him to stand upright, the braces were also his downfall. Due to the lack of feeling in his legs, he didn't notice that the braces were rubbing against his ankle. In 1940, while making an appearance at Michigan's Manistee National Forest Festival, a blister formed that became infected, causing doctors to resort to a blood transfusion and emergency surgery. Unfortunately, his great height also left him with a weakened immune system, and he eventually succumbed to the infection. Oh, no... Yeah. Oh, poor On July thing. 15th, 1940, Robert Wadlow died in his sleep. Just 18 days prior, he had been measured for the final time, clocking in at 8 feet 11.1 inches. He was 9 feet tall. <laughs> Why are we splitting hairs? Yeah. His body was laid to rest in his hometown of Alton, Illinois. He was placed in a casket fit for the tallest man in the world. It reached a length of 10 feet 9 inches and weighed a 1,000 pounds. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It took a dozen men to carry it out of the funeral, supported by another eight assistants. Thousands oh. of people came out to mourn him. 
Though he died at just 22 years. He was only 22. Oh, poor thing. Could you imagine if he lived any longer? Oh. Though he died at just 22 years of age, Robert Wadlow left behind a legacy as large as he was. Literally. Erected in 1985, a life-size bronze statue of Wadlow stands in Alton on the campus of the Southern Illinois University School of Dental Medicine. Oh. I wonder why the dental school has a... He didn't seem to have any interest in dentistry. I'm a little confused (laughs) by that. Okay. Um, Across the street at the Alton Museum of History and Art, visitors can see photographs of Wadlow, as well as a few pairs of his shoes. His third grade school desk, his graduation cap and gown, and his size 25 Masonic ring... Wow. Wadlow also holds the record for the largest hands ever, measuring 12.75 inches from the wrist to the tip of his middle finger. No. Mm-mm. Yep, that's a big hand. Um, Meanwhile, three other Wadlow statues have been placed in Guinness World Records museums around North America. Several wax models of him reside in Ripley's Believe It or Not museums, some of them lying in gigantic caskets, some of them towering over the awestruck crowd. That's morbid that they put it in a <laughs> casket. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Um, <laughs> the few artifacts and statues are the only physical reminders of Wadlow. In order to preserve his image and discourage collectors from profiting off of his disability, Robert's mo- mother had nearly all of his belongings destroyed after his death. Okay, so that was my next question, was why aren't we displaying his photos and stuff? Mm-hmm. She burned everything. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I kind of get it, but that's kind of fucked up. So, yeah. still, his inspirational story of a young man, a young, kind man, overcoming a unique condition to live his life to the fullest remains, and so does his world record of the, as the tallest man ever. And that's it. Well, now I'm depressed. Why are you depressed? <laughs> I'm just sad that he died so young. But also, yeah, like, that's really sad. That's so cool. It's upsetting that I guess he wasn't married or anything. Because I was like, oh, who's not seeing that he's bleeding? Like, yeah. But I guess if he's never naked around anybody. Yeah. Yep. But that's it. Wow. Yep. All right, you guys. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you're staying safe. Um, and remember, you are not a monster. Bye, Bye guys. guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time. <laughs>